Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Millennialism with me, Adam, and Katie. Hello. Hello. So this is the last episode of this fucking shit year. Uh, I have so few good things to say about this year, uh, personally. Uh, So it's going to be, it feels nice to just turn a new leaf, even though, you know, uh, we probably have, let's not even talk about that. Let's just see, let's just say the future is looking brighter and this year things sucked. But uh, yeah, yeah, as I said, the the last episode of the year. And we don't want to look back too much. Instead, we want to look to the future. Uh, and today we're going to focusing, be focusing on setting goals for next year. I know that, especially me, I, I'm, for the past few years, I've actually, I've actually done this. It's like such a cliche self-help thing. But I've actually been writing down my goals like every year. Um, I don't have, have them from last year because I wrote it in a notebook that I can't, couldn't find today. But I've actually been doing it for like the past three years and I found it helpful. But throughout the last few months, obviously, like all my plans for this year just didn't happen or uh, everything just went to shit. But uh, so I've been thinking about the last few weeks for about what goals I should set for next year. And it's been hard to like find the motivation to actually sit down and do it. But that's why it's good that you're here today to talk about (laughs) some of your goals. Maybe I can get inspired. Um, But yeah, you had something, right? Um, well, I mean, I was I've been thinking about this since our last episode um where we were talking about the things that we were grateful for despite this year being shitty. <laughs> um and just like you, I try every year to set myself some goals or things that I want to like get better at or achieve at the start of every year. Um the start of last year my goal was to run a half marathon which did not happen because of covid um i guess i could have probably just run a half marathon on my own but i didn't really feel like that was the same thing as (laughs) running it like as a race so that was a goal i did not achieve but um yeah, I've just been thinking a lot about like what the next year holds for all of us and what goals are going to kind of look like, even because we don't really know what the year is going to look like. Um, you know, most people set the goal of set a goal that they can like accomplish by the end of the year. But next year could look, you know, really different to where we are right now, or it could look very the same. So setting goals this year is maybe going to be a little bit harder <laughs> or yeah. just different. <laughs> So what were your goals for the past few years? Are there any that you specifically remember setting or achieving? Um, yeah, uh, there are a few actually. I So I think it was in 2017 I did this um, kind of like template for setting goals. I called it the next year of my life and I had a few different categories actually for setting goals. So I had like career goals and when i made this template i was in college so i just my career goals was just like you know uh survive college just finish uh with a good gpa or whatever or finish all my classes and uh or whatever it wasn't really i didn't really have any career goals at that point because i didn't have a career i just wanted to keep kind of improving on the skills needed for the career i was dreaming of at that point um and then i wrote down like so i i 
as I said, I categorized them and, and the first one was career goals. And then I put down the goal and then next to it, I put down like action re required to fulfill that goal, which I think is pretty, pretty handy because if you set down a goal, as you said, uh, as you mentioned, like earlier, or maybe before we started recording, um, it's like some goals are very, I guess, subjective and you don't really know when you reach them or how to start or when to start. But if you put down like something you have to do in order to fulfill this goal or is whatever, what you have to do to achieve it, I think it's, it becomes more real because you're like, all right, if I do that, then I will, I'll probably fulfill my goal for this year. And then I would mm -hmm. put a deadline for it. And so usually, I mean, if it's a new year's res resolution, I guess it's for the next year, but sometimes I would put down a deadline for when to achieve it. So I remember, I think last year I recorded uh, an episode with, with my friend Diogo. And uh, I said that one of my goals for this year was to learn how to, how to eat uh, sushi properly, like with chopsticks. <laughs> That's and a good goal. I'm, yeah, and I actually, uh, I'm, I've gotten decent at it. I can do it now without looking like a fool. <laughs> so uh, that's probably the biggest goal that I achieved this year. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then I'm, I'm just going to go on here. The second category I, I had was personal goals, which was more, I guess, about my own like personal development. So I remember, I think it was two years ago, one of my goals was to do more things that made me happy and uh, which I think is pretty good, but it's also like pretty vague. So I think it, an action required, I put down, I can't remember exactly, but it was probably something like uh, say no to things that I don't enjoy, which is also pretty vague, but just like writing it down, I think helped me uh, do more things that I did enjoy. Uh, and especially say no to things that I didn't enjoy because that always leaves room for you to just be and do whatever else you want to do. Um, and that's been something I've, I think, kept in mind. Just writing everything down makes it, I think, more likely that you stick to your resolutions. Yeah, um, and I feel like with that one, it's a good one because the goal itself is smaller. Like, do more things that make you happy it's not a small goal, but it's something that feels like it's attainable, but it actually works towards a greater goal, which, you know, could be not being such a people pleaser or putting yourself first or just, you know, doing things that make you happier, which feels yeah. like it all works together, which, exactly. um, yeah, breaking it down definitely helps. Yeah. And I remember for this year, I actually, for like my number one personal goal was actually um, to, if I, if I remember correctly, was actually to um, show, uh, sh show what I feel instead of say it. And that was like more related to, you know, relationships, I think. Mm -hmm. Not only, not only like romantic relationships, but just so many people just say you know, say things that are, or promise things. So instead of like, I guess, talking too much, showing it, like not saying it as much, but just doing nice things for, for the other person or, or uh, whoever really, um, which Actions I think it's speak a, louder than words. Yes, exactly. Um, but I think it's a pretty good, good goal. Um, uh, because sometimes you just, well, at least for me, you know, 
sometimes there's too much talk and too little action. And I think it's important to, as we talked about last week with gratitude, it's important to show the people we care about um, that we care about them. And I think it's, you just become a nicer and, and nicer person who more people will enjoy hanging out with if you're um, just, I guess, show what you feel instead of just say or use empty words. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's a good goal. Yeah, and then I would have a fitness or health goal. So for this year, I can't remember exactly what my fitness goal was, but for next year, it's to complete a triathlon, a half Ironman, which mm-hmm. I'm currently signed up for in June. So I guess as long as I don't break a leg or get really sick or for some reason can't like for a legit reason can't do it i will be completing that goal on june 19th which i'm Woo-hoo. very excited about and That's uh, very exciting. A- on, on action required for that one is obviously to just work out like Train. five six six days a week and just go on long runs and long bike rides and um, take swimming lessons i mean i know how to swim but it's different knowing how to swim and competing in a triathlon so getting a bit better at that uh and then the next category was category was learning goals uh and that was just like something i wanted to learn the next year so for this year as i said it was learning how to eat sushi with chopsticks um and um i can't remember like many previous goals but then i had another category financial goals which i think is good like when you start you're, when you're at the beginning of your career to just set up like, all right, I want to save this much or I want to put invest this amount of money every month into uh, like an index fund or, or stocks or whatever um, or put aside for rainy, uh, put aside like this amount of money every month for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I would always leave like, um, you know, just blank goals if I had any, any other goals. But I think it's it could be good to categorize them actually. Yeah, no, that's really smart, and it makes it feel like you don't need to have this one big overarching goal, and rather have like a few things across different aspects of your life that yeah. you can accomplish throughout the year. Yeah, and I also like that because I feel like one of the drawbacks of goal setting like this is that if you reach the end of the year and you haven't accomplished those goals, you can start to feel like a quote unquote failure or mm-hmm. like you have failed yourself in some way but if you have goals across a multitude of different areas of your life and you you know promise yourself oh I'll make sure that I accomplish at least three out of the five then you can be a little bit nicer to yourself if you don't get to do all the things that you wanted to do that year exactly and I was actually I actually have another template as well I have a lot of templates I don't know Wow. Well, I don't yeah, know. I don't so I don't know. I don't know how I had time to do these things, but for some reason I did. But it's called dreamlining, and uh, it's another cliche self-help thing that I was into a few years ago. But it's. I mean, at the same time, looking back at it, it is pretty useful at times, uh, and it's a bit different. It all. It's also like categorized, but mm-hmm. instead it starts with like in well you could do it for the next year so like in 12 months i dream of and then it's three different categories it's having being and doing so the first one having is like five different things you dream of having 
and you also write down like if it's like you know products or or you know things that you can buy you also put down the cost so you know how much it would be and then the second category is being and uh, also five different point bullet points and uh, you're supposed to like describe what you dream of being in this amount of time in 12 months and mm-hmm. what you have to do to make it happen and if it costs any money and then doing uh, same thing uh, describe like five things that you want to be doing in 12 months so I guess if if you had the goal of like completing a half marathon like you could be like in 12 months I dream of doing uh, like running every other day or something like that yeah I suppose uh, and I think it, it's good because it forces you to like envision a future version of yourself yeah and uh, and like structure kind of uh, goals smaller goals for how to get there and make like an actionable plan for how to be the person that you you want to be yeah I think that's such an important aspect of the whole thing is that you have to have a plan of how to get there because if you set this big goal and you don't have or you don't even know what the necessary steps to achieve it are, then you're setting yourself up for failure, essentially. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's like a really big one with like the cliche, the most cliche, you know, New Year's resolutions are like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that a lot of people do, but they don't necessarily know what they need to change in their life in order to achieve that goal. And yeah. so when it doesn't happen, they look back and they're like oh like I should have just been better or done more or whatever when in reality they didn't even know the steps they had to take to get there which is you know again setting yourself up for failure (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sending you the templates now if you you want to use them I definitely want to use them thank you I was actually just looking back at uh, my friend and I's text from last year and this isn't necessarily goal setting but she sent me this book booklet which is called the year compass and it Mm -hmm. was all about reflecting and then not necessarily goal setting but like deciding what are the things from the year prior that you want to bring into the year to come um you know how have you changed over the past year and how do you want to continue that change in the coming year it's like Um, a year end review kind of thing yeah basically it's like your personal review for yourself um but also like a really good prompt for helping you think about the good things that happened, uh, the big moments, the small moments. Um, and also it's pretty creative. Like one of the questions it says is like, um, draw what the past year looked like for you. So maybe someone just draws like a big smiley face or something like that. But um, it's a pretty cool way to think about all the things that you want to do in the, the year to come. Yeah. And I think it's pretty cool to like take a few days at the end of every year to kind of evaluate the year that has passed to before, even if you've never done like a goal setting thing before, I think it's good to just evaluate how your year has been, like what the good takeaways are and what, you know, things you could have done better or what things you wish to have happened differently and just take that with you into the next year. Um, yeah. I also like I was just thinking about your year like I know your year has not necessarily gone the way that you thought that it was going to go but you've accomplished so much and there are things that you probably didn't even think that you were going to accomplish in January of this year 
when we were yeah. living in our, you know, shoebox apartment in mm-hmm. Williamsburg. Um, so I very much so also think that goal setting is not necessarily about having specific things that you have to achieve, but rather setting yourself on a trajectory of like growth or, you know, just generally having like momentum into the year. So you feel like you're not just drifting from one year to the next, because Mm -hmm. like for you, you've done so many business things, so many entrepreneurial adventures, you've bought an apartment, like so many things that people would only dream about doing, but you've managed to accomplish it all in a year that most people have, you know, considered a bit of a dud. I don't think your year was a dud at all. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, the like, let's just say that, like, the, if I'm gonna re- just in the podcast here, like, review my own year, the first in the beginning, it was very, very exciting because I moved in with you into New York and I was very hopeful that life was I was about to take my first big steps into the uh, you know the business world in Manhattan or the working world and take my first big career steps which uh, I got a really good internship and then two weeks later the pandemic hit and everything closed and I had to go back home and a friend of mine passed away like at the end of February so the after the initial excitement of moving to New York was quickly overshadowed by tragic events and then like coming home back to Sweden I was just it was just very it was tough and then I since then I just worked my ass off to save as much money as I could because I had no idea what was going to happen I thought for a while I thought I was going to Vegas to work but my visa didn't I couldn't get my visa uh, so I had to stay here work like two or three jobs and uh the fall here was it was so dark Katie. i don't think you understand how dark <laughs> rainy the past few months have been here i think it's like it's ironic that it's this year like like it's like darker than ever it's like so so uh, very fitting to the mood yeah it was so fitting uh but uh, yeah i mean i i got to hang out like with with my best friend a lot which was really fun and his girlfriend because i lived with them for a, for a bit and uh, now I'm finishing the year, I think, on a high note. Just bought my own apartment and renovating it. So, and I got a new, really fun job. So, and I have some fun things coming up too. So, I, I think, like, yeah, I'm ending on a high note. And there's a lot of negative things that I've learned from because I did feel like shit for most of the year. But I think there's a lot of, as like a lot of people, I learned a lot. And uh, I will be taking a few of those lessons with me. Uh, but then it's like, it's, I don't know, it's hard. Like when you're, you evaluate your year like this, I'm thankful for like some bad things that happened. But if I, if I could redo it, I would probably still wish that it didn't, this year didn't happen the way it did. Yeah. But, uh, but, but I, think- I don't know. I think it's like too early to tell also like how, what this is. Will potentially lead to in the future yeah exactly and i feel like um you've ended the, the year on a high note and there's a lot to look forward to next year and you already have some goals in place but um i think the important thing coming off the back of this year for most people is that you can't control everything and you can set goals and you can have a vision of what you want the end of the year to lead, to look like but sometimes it just doesn't happen that's okay and you kind of have to go with the flow <laughs> which you've done amazingly so 
um, you're a model, a model subject for such a year. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, maybe. But in terms of something. other goals for next year, what are yeah. your other goals other than running a triathlon? Um, finish the apartment is mm -hmm. number one, highest priority. Um, then I actually haven't thought, I haven't had, haven't really had time to think about it that much. Um, so I'm not quite sure. I think the, for the first half of the year, I'm going to be so busy with just like my new job and, and, uh, focusing on this training for this marathon, uh, triathlon, sorry. Um, so I don't know if I like have, I think I'm just gonna, I saw like a meme somewhere, uh, and it just said that it said like hang on i have it here my goal for 2021 is to accomplish the goals of 2020 which i should have done in 2018 because i <laughs> promised them in 2016 and planned them in 2015. so um <laughs> i think it's just keep going like with the you know i, I want to keep this pod going that's a goal mm -hmm. um hopefully have some more time to market it a bit so we can expand mm -hmm. and uh reach even more countries i said i think we said 100 would be cool yeah uh, but yeah and also i mean i just i don't know if you saw but and if the people are still listening yeah i think yesterday i yeah it was yesterday no two days ago when this podcast came out i published a special episode of millennialism where i interviewed mm -hmm. my friend antoine uh, a yes. friend and now business partner we just launched a kickstarter campaign a crowdfunding campaign for a board game which uh we played a lot in college that he invented and i've just added on some extra things on later but hopefully we have a successful campaign and launch that game next year it would be fun if people played our game next year for sure so that but that's so a, cool. that's that's like a goal i don't it's not really up to me because well a little bit because i can obviously work on getting funding for it but um it's a bit up to the universe and up to whoever listens and whoever enjoys whoever, and all our friends to support the game and buy their own copy i guess but um yeah i i don't know what do you have any goals in mind um i would say work-wise i would like to try and start working towards a promotion so i definitely have that in mind um just kind of continuing to learn and grow it's pretty crazy to think that in march it'll be a year that i've been working there um mm -hmm. that have you yeah. been to the office once yet i've been to the office once for like <laughs> 20 minutes to pick up a monitor and it's beautiful the office is so stunning so if I get to work there at some point during the year, that would definitely make me happy. Um, but definitely, yeah, keeping, keeping the momentum up at work, trying to work towards a promotion. Um, so fingers crossed that'll happen at some point in the year. And then personal goals. Um, I would like to get back to running more seriously. I have to admit my workout regime during uh, COVID went a little bit to shit um, just because of a generally lack of spaces to work out and you know just mind on other things so would love to get back into the swing of things there and maybe that half marathon will happen um, mm -hmm. continue just to like make our apartment 
nicer and better and we have a lot of like projects around the house that we want to do so just keep pushing on those um we have the house upstate that we want to build so getting back on track with that um we got a lot of progress in terms of planning done during this year but now we have to start actualizing the thing so mm-hmm. just getting back to that um and just i guess after doing therapy now for over a year um pretty consistently i guess just continuing down that path of like self growth and self realization and blah 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 all those things <laughs> um and yeah i mean keep doing the podcast with you keep being good dog mom to cooper i think that um coming off the back of this year i guess i'm a little bit reluctant to set like any really big lofty goals um mm-hmm. but i think i would rather just keep myself the goal of like trying to live life a little bit more normally again um get back to some of the things that i used to do maybe expand my repertoire of like the arts side of my life which i haven't been doing as much of in recent years but not not projecting too crazy of a goal for next year um i think healthy goal setting and not doing anything too out there mm-hmm. do you have um any relationships goal relationship goals um i guess managing my expectations mm-hmm. um in terms of just you know trying to be understanding and open and um a good partner always but yeah. not really i think that's something that has to be a little bit more organic so not a hard and fast goal there but yeah i would love to set the goal of getting my dog a brother <laughs> but who knows <laughs> if that will happen i wonder if there are like couples who set goals for for themselves like by next August we want to be engaged. I'm and, sure uh, there's I'm sure there are relationships that do that. Like yeah. ones that have been together for like five years and they're like, okay, so by August we want to be engaged, then by the fall we're going to be married and then by Christmas we're going to have a baby. Yeah. I'm I had like for the first time in my life, I think at last week I had some like anxiety over getting older. <laughs> I'm 24. You are but, not old yeah. at all. No, no, no. I know. I know. I know. I know I'm not. But for the first time I experienced, I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> I had two two friends of mine I saw on Instagram. They got engaged. Like two separate people in different countries. They got engaged. And I was like, damn. Things are happening now. Yeah. And, yeah, and I have other friends that I know of who are like in deep, into deep relationships like five years now. And things could happen quickly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But everybody's journey is their own, and there's no oh, reason no, to I, feel anxiety I, I feel, over it. I feel no stress over any of those things. But it was the first time. I, I guess it wasn't really anxiety, but it was just like a kind of small epiphany that I was like, "Fuck!" Like we yeah. are now people that you know when you were 15, you looked to and and you saw that they were like adults. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That feeling. I feel like I am having a bit of a reckoning with the fact that like Toph is turning 27 in January. I will be turning 27 in August, and that just sounds really old. 
I thought you were I know 37. Not. 37? Yeah, I thought you were 30. No, not yet. Give me a decade and then I'll get there. You're going to be so successful. I hope you remember me and share your wealth. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I definitely will be sharing my wealth with you, hopefully from this podcast, um, <laughs> not sitting doing the exact same job that I'm doing now, but we shall see. Yeah. Um, but no, but... I feel like the overarching theme for next year is kind of go with the flow, try and, you know, be the best that you can be no matter what. And hopefully life will look very different this time next year when we're really doing the same so. episode. I really hope so, too. But before we kind of wrap up here now, I feel like we're done with a discussion about like goal setting. I feel like we, we left it at a good point. But mm -hmm. before we, we kind of round this up, what's your, do you have any like favorite movies or albums of this year? Oh, wow. Um, or TV shows? I mean, Queen's Gambit definitely was really good. Um, really enjoyed that one. The newest season of Big Mouth was really good. Always love that. Um, not any particular albums. I feel like a lot of the music that came out during COVID times was just like really like pernient to the moment and made it just like was so fitting for everyone's mood. So yeah. a lot of the songs that came out this year um, from a range of different artists just like really hit the nail on the head for me. But what, was your, what was your tops? You, uh, did you do the Spotify unwrap? Yes, but I hate that thing because I feel like my music taste, the one that I associate with like <laughs> the kind of sound that I like is yeah. not the sound that I work out to. <laughs> so <laughs> like my workout music is all like pop music, whereas my, um, you know, chill music is more kind of like, I guess indie. it still is a little bit poppy, but it's more indie. Um so my, it turned out that my top artist was Tovlo, who's actually Swedish. Mm -hmm. um, she's really good, though. She's really good, but she's very poppy um, because I listen to her on repeat when I run. Like, I just love listening to her when I'm running. So she was my top artist. I was in the point zero one percent of her listeners. So Tovlo, <laughs> if you're out there, you've got a major fan over here. Just saying. <laughs> um how about you any top shows or movies uh well i really enjoyed queen's gambit gambit as well uh and uh as for anyone who's been following this podcast like religiously they know that i'm obsessed with normal people yes uh, of course that I, was definitely a highlight i watched it twice and then i started watching it a third time but it was just like the third for some reason the third time was even harder to watch because like, <laughs> I knew that I knew the story and I knew what was about to go down. Oh no. And it was I I still I like I I'm at I think like episode 7 or 8 or something because I it's just too heartbreaking. I can't deal with it another like I I have to wait for the summer I think to watch it again at again. So it's like at least warm and bright outside and not dark, gloomy and rainy. I uh, can't handle it right now. Um but yeah, that was probably my one of my favorite shows of the year there are, that was like, really good i can't believe that was this year honestly that that came out that feels like forever ago yeah it's, it's insane uh, and then i didn't watch i mean because so many movies like got uh postponed this year i didn't watch that many new movies i did, did you watch, watch tenant 
yeah i did i i enjoyed that one uh that was yeah that was like i mean when i lived in new york i went to the movies all the time but then the only other movie i've seen besides the ones i saw the first like two months of the year was tenet um so yeah tenet was good um and um shit i don't know i watched i actually took like took on some classics this year like some movies because i know new movies were coming out so i just had to to watch old movies instead so i watched uh uh amelie uh the french movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i really that was probably like my probably my favorite movie this year that i watched um what else I can't remember anything. Honestly, I can't remember anything. <laughs> this year feels this year like it's a blur. It's so long. Yeah, it's it's all a blur. But my top streaming artist was was uh, Rex Orange County, which uh, oh really, I love yeah. him. Yeah, me too. So good. So that's my so artist. Good. Of the yeah. Shout out to Rex. Yeah, he's so fucking good. Honestly, he's like so good. Yeah, all his lyrics are just sticks and. Feel like he knows me he gets me <laughs> he is great actually i think that was the last concert that tope went to before lockdown oh nice i'm jealous yeah yeah me too i'm jealous um he's a good one he's a really good one so i recommend him for anyone who's listening but the time has come to wrap up for 2020 the last yep. episode of millennialism so if you still if you know if you listened all this year and you're still not subscribed i don't know why you're not so just go subscribe <laughs> it's uh, it's always fun to see that old new people subscribe um so do that spread the word about this podcast let's grow in 2021 uh, anything else to add katie nope just it's been a great year and excited for the next one and yeah happy new year's eve coming up everyone (laughs) (laughs) yeah happy new year everyone and to you too katie take care yes you too adam bye happy new year